This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey all, welcome back to the Real Life Pharmacology Podcast. I'm your host, pharmacist Eric Christensen. Thank you so much for listening today. Uh, go check out reallifepharmacology.com. Uh, I've got a great resource on there, absolutely free, top 200 drugs, little study guide. Uh, it's a 31-page PDF, uh, simply an email, subscribing uh, to the podcast email list. Uh, we also get you updates on when we've got uh, new podcasts available and other content. Uh, and with that uh, email, you can get access uh, at no cost to you to that top 200 study guide. So no-brainer definitely to have that, whether you're out in practice or uh, preparing to become a healthcare professional. The drug of the day today is Valsartan. Brand name of this medication is Diavan. And in clinical practice, I will say I see this drug quite a bit still. Um, it is an ARB, so that's an angiotensin receptor blocker. So think of ARBs and ACE inhibitors like lisinopril, very similar. Um, major difference being mechanism of action and adverse effects uh, are the, the big differences there, and, and we'll obviously get, get into that a little bit. So mechanistically, being an angiotensin receptor blocker, what's the big deal with that? Well, Angiotensin 2 actually binds to angiotensin receptors, and when that happens, you get vasoconstriction, so vessels tighten up, which causes an elevation in blood pressure. Okay, It also causes aldosterone uh, secretion as well when angiotensin 2, um, as part of angiotensin 2's activity. Uh, also, one other thing I wanted to mention uh, ARBs have less bradykinin effects compared to ACE inhibitors. So that's where we get less of the risk of cough adverse effects. So patients on ACE inhibitors, they have cough adverse effect. Uh, we can typically switch them uh, to an ARB like Valsartan without issues. So uses, uh, it's going to fall in line with um a little bit of common sense and how mechanistically the drug works. So lowering blood pressure, so useful useful for hypertension. Uh, but we've also got co- uh, compelling indications such as uh, ACS reduction risk and uh, proteinuric renal disease as well there. Now, a couple of differentiating factors. I would say I probably see low sartan use the most of the ARBs. Uh, compared to Valsartan and Olmosartan and some of the others, uh, at least in clinical practice. So comparing Valsartan to Losartan, the biggest differences are, one, uh, Losartan maybe has a little bit of effect on uric acid. Um, It can potentially reduce that, whereas Valsartan uh, in the literature doesn't seem to do that as much. And then the other... uh, significant, somewhat significant difference in my opinion is Valsartan tends to have a little bit longer half-life and how long that drug works. So usually for hypertension management, for example, we can get by with once daily dosing with Valsartan 
and low certain whether you can get by with once daily dosing or not is uh, kind of a little bit up in the air, or it's less likely that you're going to get by uh, with once daily dosing uh, because that half-life is uh, significantly shorter than the half-life of Valsartan. I want to briefly mention dosing. I'll do that now. So dosing for Valsartan Standard dosages range from 40 to 320 milligrams. Starting or initial dose for most patients will probably fall in that 40 to 80 milligrams once a day. And then obviously we can titrate uh, up from there, particularly if we're using for uh, hypertension there. Uh, Keep an eye out for a a few clinical factors uh, when we're starting Valsartan. So Patients with poor renal function may be at higher risk of going into acute renal failure. And then there's some drug interactions as well, which I'll cover, that may increase that risk. Obviously, elderly tend to be a little bit more sensitive to adverse effects and things like that. So uh, particularly hypotension. Uh, So pay attention to that when starting the medication. Uh, And then, of course, if you've got a patient with borderline hyperkalemia, you know, you got somebody in the low fives, uh, that's a patient that's probably a little bit more at risk for uh, getting significantly uh, hyperkalemic and obviously displaying some of the signs and symptoms of hyperkalemia. So those are some big clinical things to look out for. And then obviously things we're going to monitor as well uh, with renal function and potassium levels being the most important there, along with what we're likely clinically using the medication for in blood pressure. So that's the biggest things on the adverse effect profile. Uh, There is rare risk for angioedema. Uh, And then, of course, always remember uh, the boxed warning on ARBs and ACE inhibitors uh, for pregnancy. These drugs can cause fetal toxicity, uh, so they absolutely should not be used in uh, pregnancy. Very, very important fact there. Uh, Half-life, I alluded to a little bit before in regards to dosing it once a day versus twice a day. So half-life for Valsartan is reported at 24 hours. So again, we can usually get by with once daily dosing there. Comparing that to Losartan, which is the drug I probably see most often of the ARBs class, uh, Losartan has a half-life in the range of 5 to 9 hours. So you can definitely uh, understand that it's a little bit longer with Valsartan. Uh, Elimination. So this is a nice thing where we don't really have to worry too much about SIP drug interactions with Valsartan. So that's really good. Uh, Primarily elimination. uh, Drug is unchanged in the urine and and feces. So um, again, don't have to worry too much about uh, those SIP drug interactions. And then in uh, black patients, a little clinical pearl here, the drug may be a little bit less effective. Um, So that's an important thing to to pay attention to there as well. All right, let's take a quick break from our sponsor and we'll wrap up with drug interactions. If you're in the market for pharmacist board certification study material like BCPS, ambulatory care, BCGP, BCMTMS, or any others, go check out meded101.com slash store. We've got a growing list of resources there that have helped thousands of pharmacists and students pass their board exams. So uh, go check that out. Support the sponsor. Uh, If you're a nurse, nurse practitioner, other healthcare professional, uh, we've got tons of books on uh, case studies, polypharmacy, 
uh, lots of good real-world clinical pearls. So all those links to all our books, everything, meded101.com slash store, S-T-O-R-E. All right, wrapping up with drug interactions. So uh, first and foremost, don't use ACE inhibitors with ARBs. I have seen it in my career a few times. Uh, many times it's been in error or the patient didn't get the message to stop taking their ACE inhibitor when they started an ARB. Um, but don't use those together. Increased risk for hyperkalemia, increased risk for um, renal acute renal failure as well there. Other drugs that increase potassium, so we could have some additive effects when we add on an ARB to patients taking spironolactone, for example, um, which that combination can uh, potentially be used in patients particularly with heart failure, so I've seen that quite a bit. Trimethoprim is an antibiotic that can raise potassium levels as well, so using it in combination with an ARB like Valsartan can kick that potassium level up. And then, of course, lower blood pressure. Any drug that causes hypotension could have additive effects. So PD-5 inhibitors, alpha blockers, virtually any blood pressure lowering medication um, can fall into that category. And on the flip side, uh, we can have drugs that cause blood pressure to go up and really counteract the effects of Valsartan. So stimulants, uh, caffeine, corticosteroids, NSAIDs, these are all drugs that can potentially raise blood pressure uh, and oppose the beneficial effects of Valsartan. And then lastly, I did want to mention renal failure. So acute renal failure, that risk goes up when we use certain medications. Uh, So using Valsartan with NSAIDs, with aminoglycosides, with diuretics, maybe with vancomycin even, um, these are all situations where that risk for acute renal failure goes up. So that's those are patients that you really want to be um, hyper-focused on that renal function uh, as we add medications and or increase dosages of, of any of the ones that I listed there. So um, pay attention to that. Uh, that's a, a really, really important thing uh, to monitor. And I've definitely seen um, numerous cases of acute renal failure uh, involving ARBs and NSAIDs and uh, all sorts of different combinations of uh, kind of drugs that can insult or cause injury to the kidney. All right, well, that's going to wrap up the podcast for today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, leave a rating review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Share us with your classmates, colleagues, friends, any healthcare professionals that you know. Uh, try We are trying to teach as many people as possible about pharmacology because there's definitely a lot of uh, learning gaps out there. Uh, it's what I do every day, trying to prevent drug therapy problems and trying to help nurses and physicians and other pharmacists uh, use medications as best as we can. If you want to track me down, Eric Christensen, PharmD, BCPS, BCGP, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, mededucation101 at gmail.com is my direct email. I do my best to respond to every email that I get, so please uh, grant me a little patience there as I do get a fair number. Uh, With that said, thank you so much for listening today. Be sure to take time to support the sponsor, meded101.com slash store, and I will catch you on the next episode. This is the story of the one. 
As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.